from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So let me see. Let's say I was offended by people being offended. Then would people being offended all the time would have to not be offended around me because I was offended by them being offended? Hmm. I may never know. Two douchebags and a microphone worth every penny. That's why it's free. This ain't the same 20 songs. This isn't the canned bullshit. This isn't the fake fucking laughter. This is podcast, and this is the way radio is going, boys. Stay tuned and strap on. Two douchebags and a microphone says... You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You are dressed like an assistant debate coach at an Ohio State Middle School. Now, from the makers of the Who Bit My Asshole board game comes the Rob Rad Jigsaw Puzzle. That's right, put Rob back together. This brilliant glossy photo of Rob wearing a loincloth in a rainforest is the perfect stocking stuffer. Order now and get a free butt plug keychain. Hello everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. Alright. Well, um, on this episode, I'm not sure what all we're going to get to, but we have invincible ass paddlings because the genie granted us special uh, our special request because there's so many people doing stupid shit that needs ass paddlings that we can do it more than once a month now. So uh, we might get to that or we may not. We have a dear douchebags. We have emails. We have a bunch of stories like this story I'm getting ready to go into. A woman was found guilty of throwing her order at an employee of Chipotle because the the order arrived too slow, according to the assailant. So the lady is in a Chipotle, right? And uh, and her order was a little too slow, or maybe very slow. I don't know how slow exactly it was. I didn't give it time. But she got pissed off, and she took her whole tray and threw it at the woman that served her her food. Oh, damn! Yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> pretty good little outburst there right so um you know now she has time to think about what she's done by working at a chipotle herself after her 90 days in the slammer she gets to work off the other six months by doing the same job that she was so outraged by enough to throw her whole tray at an employee so the judge said 90 days in the slammer in six months, you're working at Chipotle that you threw the food at the woman. Isn't that great? Okay, I, for one, totally agree with that. I say bravo. And you know what I say? Good judge. Good judge. Really good judge there. You know what I say? People go in there and fuck with her. If you hear this podcast, go in there and be as mean as you can. Call her a stupid whore. Fucking yeah. Make fun of her. Look at her. She's not much to look at. Make fun of her face. I mean, just give her hell. Anyone that would do that deserves all the shit she gets, in my opinion. It was, I, I saw the footage, and she took her whole tray and just fucking launched it at that poor woman that was serving the food. Now it's her time to get some shit. So, normally I would say not be that mean to someone, but someone that would do that, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. You know, if a store was close enough, I'd go in there and fuck with her myself. All I gotta say from this point on out is, good luck, dumbass. So, anyhow, I'm sure people are going to recognize her or, uh, you know, if, they, if that's a Chipotle that they go to often, 
they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. This is that chick that just got out of the slammer for throwing her food at that one chick. Hmm. I guess I'll screw with her. So, I think that was a pretty good little deal there. Yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, we have a little, a new segment, right? Um, the flicking, Which one? Okay, the flicking, <laughs> the, the flicking the nuts, the nipple yank, oh. and the ass cheek bite. And this is playful. I'm ready for you. This is not mean. This is playful. This is yeah, a playful flick in the nuts, not trying to hurt somebody. A playful nipple yank, not trying to hurt somebody. And a playful ass cheek bite. So, Rob, I will let you get to your three first. And if you want to, you can explain why or just go just because. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I got Yeah, all right. Okay. Okay, my nipple yank. Okay. Goes to Jason Mimosa. <laughs> Do you have any solid reason? Reason being, Go ahead. reason being, just to see if I can outrun him. <laughs> Good luck with that one. I hope you can. <laughs> I hope I can too. You never know. He might come up and go, dude, that was real ballsy. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Ass cheek bite. Cardi B, because it's there. <laughs> and I've been single way too long. Uh, I don't blame you there, buddy. Oh, I'd just like to be in the premise. That would be great. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Next. And for my Netflix, goes to my old friend Mark for old time's sake. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I'll have to give you one back at a later date, but you won't know when. <laughs> so I beat you to it. I beat you to it. You did, damn it. Okay. All right. I can't argue with that. That's perfect, dude. I love that. Okay. My flicking the nuts is first. It goes to none other than Ken Jennings. You know who Ken Jennings? Ooh. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And the reason is because he's such a nerd. I'd like to see his reaction if you just walk up and just give him a little flick on the nuts. He'd probably like, I don't understand why you did that. I'm just standing here. I don't think he'd feel it. He may not. He may not even have nuts. I don't know. He, he, I, he might not even know the... I think he's a eunuch. Feeling of pain. I think he's a eunuch. He just has nothing. He's a bald smoothie. He's a Ken doll. Just nothing. I think he's a robot. I think he is, too. I think he's AI that was sent down here to uh, yeah, reject I do too. with us. Yeah, I don't think he's a real person. Or he's part of the Illuminati. He's part of the Illuminati, Ken Jennings is. Don't you uh, think? I'm, I'm thinking more AI. Oh, okay. Okay. AI. Yeah. Okay. The nipple yank. Goes under the, goes to none other than Mitch McConnell. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> when he's having one Damn, of those, dude. when he's having one of those fucking weird fucking meltdowns that he has, where he doesn't know where he's at, <laughs> run up there and go. <laughs> See if that takes him out of it. <laughs> that that's all right. I got one for you next time. Okay, and the ass cheek bite goes to Ruben Stuttered. Oh! Just because I think he'd be like, dude, that's fucking funny. Then I, <laughs> then I tell him, hey, we're part of uh, Douchebags and Microphone, and this is just a little thing that we got going on. Nothing personal, you understand. He'd probably be like, yeah, that's cool. Hey, hell yeah, man, I get it. Yeah. Wanna, you want to bite of the juicy? That's right, man. Go ahead. Fucking munch away, buddy. So, anyhow. Awesome. Um, oh, go uh, ahead. Hey, I got a quick update for you on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, it's been up and running how long? A week? A week. Not even a week. Just a week. If that. Yeah, I think I got started Saturday, but nobody, and I invited my friends mm-hmm. immediately, but then nobody else knew about it till they heard it from our podcast. Okay. Well, in that short time, we are up 
to 104 visits. I believe it, judging by how our numbers have just went through the roof, dude. Dude. Um, I believe it. Dude. I, I think that was a big help. Oh, and coincidentally, we're talking about Iowa being like one of our biggest markets now and how it just come out of nowhere. I have yeah. an email from Iowa that explains it, and I love to see. Oh, right on. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah, very cool. Um, wow. That's excellent, Rob. I, Man, I, 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 like I said before, I didn't expect anything like this. I really did not. We're just having fun with this. I didn't expect to be in the top 600. I didn't expect to have all this recognition and and um, and a lot of people, you know, reaching out and everybody hey. telling us how good that you know that how how they enjoy the show, how it makes them feel good, how they enjoy humor. I mean, it's really and we're just starting. I know. Oh, wait till I put hey, that, hey. the new promo. Also, any time I tell anybody about this show, I tell them what we're about. Yes. You know, I tell them, we, we want to make you laugh. We don't want you to think about what's going on in the world. We want you to laugh. Do you notice we want how, you to have a good time. Do you notice how people respond and to that? everybody appreciates that. Exactly. There's enough bad in the world. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what political side they're on. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows what the other side's doing. Everybody knows what they like and don't like. Everybody has their own version of how everything should be. They already know this. Nobody's changing anybody's mind at this point. So leave it alone. I want everybody I'd to rather, have a, a solace. I'd rather sit here and tell you how I'd rather flick Mark in the nuts. The, like, a friend of mine at work, um, he asked me about this show the other day. And um, I told him, Nia, I hope you are listening. Um, I told him that it's dick jokes and fart jokes. And yeah, that, went, that went over whatever. well. Yeah. Yeah, and I said that's the best way to describe it, and it is. It's dick and fart jokes, and that's what we do, and we do it very well, we feel. Wait till I put the new promos in this show, or maybe the show before. You heard a couple of them. Oh, dude, I'm liking it. Yeah, you played them for me last night off there, the air. I love them. There's actually eight new ones. I didn't get a chance to play, play all of them for you. There's eight new ones that I had uh, Chad, the voice guy, do. And like I told him, we had several emails. Everybody loves Chad. Yeah, Chad is still. Yes, and I will love be. Chad. I haven't even met him yet. Oh, um, oh, oh! Thank you, Chad. I'll, yeah. Okay, Chad is our voice guy. As long as he's willing to do it, he is going to be our voice guy. He's like the KY one hundred and two guy, or or yes. the ninety eight nine the rock guy. You know, they, they have their distinct voice guy. He's our voice guy. But I am using other voices just to switch things up because it just makes right. a better show. You know, like the, I felt right. like the intro should be a different voice. Um, Strange Insults for an Alien, I put a woman's voice on. Um, um, a couple other little snippets, I put some women, female voices on. Um, I have another male's voice that are some very old ones that I'd done with the old guy, um, Jim. And uh, anyhow, Jim started doing this. Uh, thing where he charged like double for like uh, to put his stuff on a podcast so it's like you know what that guy's good but chad's better and he doesn't do that you know uh you have to pay a little extra for full broadcast rights but i expect that right, right. but the old guy jim he just started to like flaking out and like um demanding to know what what it was going on and all that i'm like okay if you're that big time then just go to a radio station so anyhow but anyhow, Chad's our guy. He's going to continue to be our guy, and I know that people love him, and we love him too. He's not going anywhere. I've got eight new promos and bits with him on it. It's it. He's our voice guy. So, okay. And uh, also, we have some promos coming up with my voice. Yes, we've got to... Um, well, we got to sit down. We've got to work on but yeah, we're going to do it. What we need is probably a couple of hours... Because um, you just let me know when I, I will, Rob, and it'll be like yeah. probably before or after a podcast that we do when we have a little extra time. You go, Hey, Mark, I got 40 extra minutes, and we're just going to do them incrementally because of the uh, okay, okay, that'll work. The dynamics work. of how this show is working right now, in case anyone doesn't know, Rob is in Lake of the Ozarks, 
and he calls in and I put him on Bluetooth and I'm here in the Talk is Cheap studio. Rob is there in uh, um, Camdenton, Missouri in the Duck Blind studio. And the reason that is... is Which is literally two and a half hours apart. Yes. So that's the dynamic of the show. So any bits that we do or any promos or skits that we do has got to be put together incrementally. So... Anyhow, that's how we're going to do it, and that's how we have to do it. There's no other way to do it. So, anyhow. Hey, we're doing what we have to do just to keep everybody happy. And still putting out a quality program. So, Trying to. Yep. Okay, well, I have some emails, like I said. Um, Do you you want me? Okay, we're going to get to them right now. Okay, this just starts off like this. You two are on to something. At first, I was mad when uh, Christopher wasn't doing shows. I was not a fan of Rob Rads. I'm happy to say I now love Rob. I still miss Christopher, but the show is still great. Ron in Harrisonville. I've, I've fielded quite a few ones like that. At first, they didn't like you just because you were different, right? They were used to a certain brand, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I, I, told, I honestly, from the get-go, I have expected this. Yes, me too. But I didn't expect people it, to jump it's over what so quick. Everybody that comes in second has to deal with. Yes, but your acceptance and has really grown in our numbers and how what people are saying. Right on. And thank you, Ron. And yeah. Ron, I have family in Harrisonville. I have a son that lives in Harrisonville. Ron, if you know any of uh, Rob's family, if you know him or something, let us know. Send us back an email, man. We'll get you on the show. So, do you know anyone named Ron in Harrisville, or do you just simply not remember? It's been so long. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, well, anyhow. All right. I, I know. No, well, I told you. Our family farm was out off Double D off two highway. I used to love the highway Double D. That just tells you right there. It was called know. Double D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just south a uh, little ways. Over near the Amarujas, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, we were we were right before you got to Amarugis. We were like two and a half miles down. That's great gravel road drinking com- uh, uh, country right there. Oh, God, that's, that's where I grew up driving, dude. I was like 10, 12 years old driving. Me and Grandpa in his truck, I'm driving him. Oh, was it a four, a a four road, on the column? Man. Was it a four on the column? No, no, it was automatic. Oh, I was just wondering, because I learned a four on the column to drive on. <laughs> that was oh, a trip. Remember, remember I didn't learn that until later. Oh, gosh. Oh, four on a column was a disaster, especially for a 16-year-old. Oh, but... I did... Uh, okay, well, that's a different story. Yeah, well, I learned well, how to drive a three most on people, a tree. Most people are going, four on a column? What the fuck is that? Uh, it's, uh, it's a manual gears is what it is. All it is is a manual transmission and you have to shift it into gears yourself while you hit a clutch um, on on the brake. You have an extra pedal on the floor. But you know what? Okay, I'm just going to go on. Um, Anyhow, great drinking country out there. Those gravel roads were perfect for drinking and all the Harrisonville and even Cass County cops back then, they would just catch us and um, who's sober? Uh, So and so is. Can he drive? Yeah. Okay, put him behind the wheel and you guys go the fuck home okay we're going and then if they drank they kept the yeah. beer and if they didn't drink you watch them pour it out so yeah I, well i grew up in belton same thing in belton and my grandparents farm was outside Harrisville. i grew up in belton back when richard's gabauer was open oh yeah the airbase yeah yeah. Yep. Yeah. The nope. Blue Angels flew over our house every year. Yeah, I remember watching the air show. I, I I was in Cleveland, Missouri, watching them actually, and the Blue Angels. Yeah. Part of their flight flight pattern came from over near Harrisonville, circled around, came around Cleveland, and went back up north, uh, somewhere yep. near on the other side of state line. Okay, the next one. I just heard how you guys blew up overnight in Des Moines. I live here, and I can tell you why. There is absolutely no entertaining radio here. Please keep them coming. Mark in Iowa, parentheses, West Des Moines. West Des Moines is a nice area of Iowa. Thank you, Mark. Glad to to have you on board. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, thank you for the email. Um, Anyhow, Des Moines, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. 
Um, I'll take your word on oh, the radio hey, up there. By the way, by the way, Mark, up in Iowa, let us know about these truckers missing if you know anything about them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just sent us a couple of days ago. I don't know if he, he yeah. may not have heard the podcast yet. I don't know. He oh, may he, not have. Yeah, okay. Well, Mark, if you know anything about this, send us an email. So, okay, then the next one. Again, you guys suck. Please quit. Me in the USA. This is the same guy. And once again, it's easier for you not to listen to us. Right? Okay. Okay? Okay, we suck. Fuck you. We suck. We get it. Can we move on? We get it. Yeah. Fuck you. You don't want to listen to us. Don't listen to us. Yeah, we get it. We suck. Thank you. Okay, let's move on. That's a, that that that's what we want to do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We take that as a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad we suck. Now, um, now go back to being miserable. And he signed it, me in the USA. Listen, me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what your name is. Sign your name. Who cares? What are you afraid? I, I, oh, uh, Billy, there's little girls. <laughs> what I? <laughs> Anyhow. Um, just signing me in the USA is such a pussy move. I don't have to say anything more about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, anyone that would just me in the USA, that means you're hiding something. What are you hiding? I mean, really? Uh, do I know well, you? Honestly, you and I both know that's a lot of people. <laughs> yes, it is. So We anyhow, see the demographics. Again, I mean, uh, again hell, like I said. He could, he could be from Brussels, Belgium, and we couldn't figure out who he was. Yeah. We but, have quite a few listeners over there yeah i know that exploded so, too which is so weird dude oh, that yeah that blows my mind yeah me too so again me in the usa don't listen to us i mean it's easier for you not to listen to us we're gonna kill we're Good gonna choice. still be making crappy podcasts so ignore us go go listen to uh, whoever you like uh shane bow and bill bob or whoever Shane Bow and Bill Bob in the morning. Go get them. Listen to them. Yep, yep. Listen to your nut hut fucking cookie cutter stuff. It's fine if that's what you like, or or maybe you like Rocket and Teresa on Mix ninety three in the morning. Maybe that's more your flavor. A bunch of ha ha ha. Oh Teresa. Oh gosh, you're such a card. Oh stop, stop. Anyhow, the new segments are solid. The deep thoughts make me laugh hard. Especially the Trash Man one. I would agree. The first one I ever did, the Trash yes. Man, it, that is the best one. Because, Dude, I love it. Yeah, who, who doesn't want to like be a Trash Man for even a week? And you find out like the people you're supposed to come to on Friday, you go to on Monday, and in the morning they're trained to hear that. And all of a sudden they're like, oh shit. You don't have time to think, wait a minute, it's the wrong day. So first thing you do is you're running out there in your underwear with two bags of trash before you realize it's not your day. It's genius. Didn't, didn't one night me, you, Brian, and Davey yes, sit out on yeah, the main drag yeah. in Cleveland and think about that? Okay. Didn't we come up with that I thought, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. Um, no, no. No, you remember how we sit on the main drag in Cleveland at like fucking 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning? I think that might have been where I got the idea to, idea to do that to BJ. That's what I'm thinking. BJ and his mom in Belvedere, I did that too. Me and but a friend I, of mine, I think Jimmy. it was you that came up with it. Well, if I came up with it up there, down, uptown Cleveland, I actually did it year, a few years later to BJ and his mom. We took every piece BJ. of... BJ? Yeah, yeah, BJ, yeah. BJ, BJ? Yeah, BJ, BJ. We took every bit of trash in Belvedere and stuck it on his front lawn. <laughs> we were such motherfuckers. <laughs> did he know it was you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think so. I can't remember. Someone intervened and like took them all away, or or took them to other place. I can't remember who it was. Someone said that they saw us doing it. I can't remember who the fuck it was. But anyhow, yeah, we did it, and he knows we did it. So anyhow, that's all that counts to me is he knows we did it. So that's but, awesome. Yeah, I so, grew up with him. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, anyhow, um, okay, so especially the Trash Man one. Jill and Maddie. Jilly and Maddie in San Bernardino, and that would be California. And thank you for listening. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quite a diverse different areas of people listening. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well you, I, 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 I know for a fact that Eric in Oceanside is still listening. Oh, he's the... Uh, the one that won my ass off. Ass picture. Yeah, 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 that's right. Dude, we're going to be good friends. Uh, good, that's cool. And uh, he's uh, he started up a new company, and, uh, well, when he gives me word to do it, I'm going to start throwing him on the air for his new company. Sure, that sounds great. Oh, speaking well, of company... We'll just say, we'll just say, we'll just put it this way. He's, he's a skateboarder. And he's 52 years old. Uh, Tony Hawk's in his 50s. He still boards like a man. Exactly. Um, so I mean, he's, not, he's never been as big as Tony, but... No, that's cool. Because um, he... Well, just just saying, he's got his own uh, brand of board now. We will gladly pimp that anytime he's ready for that. Just... Uh, that, that's, yeah, I, I've just been waiting on the word. Um, have no, the, he's been a great guy. I'm glad I met him through this. He's a great guy. And man. all because he sent you an ass picture because I demanded yeah. people send you ass pictures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good job, Eric. And uh, what, what is and, it? And, well, Eric in the Oceanside I, is that? I it? told him. I told him off there. I do. I want to make sure it was you. And he sent me a note. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's We're great. All great like um, I said. Real quick, speaking of businesses, I have some sad news. Our friend Hope Dillon from the Daily Kitchen, right next to City Market yes. Coffee, she yes. she has decided to retire, and this is her last week. She was our first uh, sponsor. And, uh, oh my and God! Anyhow, yeah, she's just getting tired of the daily grind and wants to stop. Probably wants to travel. Or something, you know. I mean, she's traveled a lot in her life. Probably just wants to take it easy. So she has decided to retire. I was over there writing material the other day, and uh, anyhow, um, she had another lady there that informed me of this. And uh, anyhow, I, I had a feeling it was kind of coming. By the way, uh, Hope was kind of talking there the last couple of times I was up there before that. And uh, anyhow, she. But I'm happy for her. She wants to retire, and she's going to. So God bless her. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your life, Hope. Um, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for all the freebies you threw my way when I was out there writing shit up. Appreciate it. So, anyhow. And uh, I just want to say I really wish I could have got the chance to meet you. I know. I, really I know. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart. Well, you know what? Um, I'm going to try to make it up there before it's officially over. And uh, maybe we can, like, I don't know, have her call in or something. Uh, uh, what, uh, when did you say? Yeah, the the end of the end of this week. I think Sunday is going to be their last day there. Oh yeah. So yeah, I can't um, make it up there. Uh, well, you know, we have her call in or something um, later. So uh, yeah, let's do that because yeah. I would like to meet her. Yeah. And thank her personally. And, and I mean, I'd love for her to come on the podcast. You know, she had her own radio show on the comedy. On the comedy. Really? Uh, yeah, there's a comedy network um, run out of the Uptown Theater in the 90s. It was a comedy channel on radio. It was up there in the AM dial a bit, but it had a decent signal. You could pick it up in most areas of Kansas City fairly well during the day. And she had a cooking show on there. So she's familiar with radio, and if she wants to come on, we would love to have her on. Very interesting person, cool person to talk to. Um, did a lot of travels in her life, been all over the world. But anyhow, God bless her. Have a great retirement. We're going to miss you up there at the city market. So, um, okay, moving on. Mark, any way you can get some guests on the shows? Just wondering brad again in st louis the reason he says brad again is he's wrote me several emails right. I, think, I think four and he's a really good guy he keeps telling us about how he loves his show and certain bits and stuff 
But uh, like I said, the complimentary ones that don't require any feedback, I, I just don't have enough time to answer. So I just let right. everybody know, thank you. Thank you for the compliments. Thank you for supporting us. Um, he's written a few other ones. Okay, Brad. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, thank you, Brad. What, what type of guests would you want on? I mean, what what do you want us to do? I mean, we are a comedy well, show. Well, I, 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 here's my guess, Mark. Okay. Here's my guess. Okay. I started off as a guest calling in. Oh, okay, that's right. I think that's, that's right. what he's talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, you're right. Uh, okay, Brad, Brad and, and now, St. Louis, if it's any different, I'm let me know. part of it. Uh, that's right. Brad, you know what? When we figure out a way to have more call-ins because of the setup the way it is right now, I can't. But as soon as, if I can figure out three-way calling or something, call in. I will personally send you the number through your email, and then you just call in. Who knows? Maybe you'll be the next douchebag. I mean, Rob's not going anywhere. Never but know. I mean, Rob's not going anywhere, but you could be like Rob used to be and be the third guy. So, I, I, Yeah, yeah, you're going to have a battle on my hands. I've known Mark since 1985, probably. <laughs> I ain't giving up that damn easy. No, he doesn't want you to go anywhere, I'm sure. He loves this no, show. No, I know that. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm okay. just kidding. Yeah, okay. All right, next one. Hey, D-Bags, sure would be cool if you could uh, do a live stream with calling capability. In my opinion, the only thing the show is missing, and he didn't leave a name. A, right. live, a, live, stream, uh, a live stream is great, but the dynamics yeah. and the logistics in that are just so much. I mean, it's just... It's better doing it as a podcast right now. Let us get more feet yes. un- let us get more feet underneath us, and we might be able to do that at a future time. Um, the only way, and to- honestly, and honestly, by doing that, you would actually be taking away from part of our shows because you wouldn't be hearing the commercials and the yes, yes, you know, I agree. What and- we what I consider commercials. Well, yeah, you, know, you wouldn't be. It, it's the bit segment, which everybody loves. You know, everyone loves to hear Satan yeah. talking about how he listened to the show by Warm Fire, you know, reflecting on the souls he yeah. put that day, or, or strange insults from an alien, or the island of horrible jokes, or deep thoughts with Mark. Deep, or, you deep, know, yeah, that's what I was going to say, deep thoughts by Mark. Yeah, yeah, or uh, things overheard in hell. You wouldn't hear any of those, and not only that, but the dynamic to doing that is YouTube. You can do that live on YouTube, but... YouTube has a bunch of weird rules about all this stuff, and I, I don't want to adhere to all that. I like this, loosely based, just, it's a podcast. I like this. You, you come like and grab this. us whenever uh, you want. Although, I would like to be closer. Yes, I would. It's just that my life right now is not allowing me to be. This is the way it's got to be for the, uh, for the foreseen future. It will change like it always does in the future. Technology changes, the way we do things changes, and all that. So we're not saying no. We're just saying not anytime soon. So just keep enjoying this like it is. There's nothing wrong with it. And yes, I'm going to invest in Pro Tools, and I'm going to uh, invest time in Pro Tools, not just like buying them, but also invest time and learn it really well. So you'll have an even better podcast. So a better yeah, sound. Yeah, so we, we are going to be getting better. Yes. Just It's going to take us a little time to build us up. Yeah. So. Okay, and finally, I have a caller you guys can broadcast. Oh, no, no, not. Oh, shit. Okay. The ink is running. Okay. I have a cellar you guys can broadcast from here in Montrose. I live 10 feet from the junkyard, campground, and power plant. <laughs> I'm centrally located so you can enjoy all the local favorites. Signed, Buffalo Bill. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to do a hard pass. What do you think? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, but it, I, I think before Christmas, this guy comes up, comes out and tells us who he is. <laughs> I think it's I, I, I think I'm it's the same for him for Christmas. I'll I'll have to, I'll have to look oh at the email address. This, this guy is great. I like him. <laughs> ten what up, buddy. I like. What do you say? He's ten foot from the power plant, the junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> He's ten foot from everything in Montrose. <laughs> yeah, bro. 
per- perfect place to set up. Like, well, that right there tells you he was listening. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a fucking good one, man. Okay. Oh, I love it. I now, love it. How about if we take our first break, since we're well over 30 minutes into it? Yeah, and, yeah, I think we need to. I need to catch my breath. I'm laughing too hard over that. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Buffalo Bill of Montrose, thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, Take the break, Mark. Take the break. Okay. We'll be right back in a minute. I have a dear douchebags. <laughs> Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. The wild violet is an unsung hero. Most people don't realize that the flower can be stewed to make a delicious vinegar for the fresh greens that can be picked in your front yard. Violet soap can be easily made as well. The flower is full of many essential minerals as well as vitamin A, C, and E. It is literally one of the first superfoods. Two douchebags and a microphone, the audio equivalent to the meat sweats. Next up, things overheard in hell. Mark Zuckerberg. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no, it's an island of horrible jokes. What do you call a sleeping dinosaur? A dinosaur. <laughs> Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. By the way, that was uh, Buffalo Bill in Montrose, Missouri, the pride of Henry <laughs> County. <laughs> I'm still giggling over that. Dude, I'm still laughing over here. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, he's really funny. I'd like him to I call in. I love him. I love him. Keep I, it coming, dude. Uses, I, I'm going to keep throwing it back at you. He uses a different name every time, so we don't know what his real yeah, name is. Yeah, he does. Whoever you are from Montrose, if you're from Montrose, Man, I'll, I'll throw you the number, man. We'll figure a way to get you on, man. He, he has got to be one of our biggest fans. He's right got to be. He's been doing as this. As much as he does. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Rob, do you have uh, anything you want to get to before I go into the Dear Douchebags? Uh, go ahead and get to the Dear Douchebags. Okay, sounds good. All right. Yeah, I got Okay, I just know. Yeah, go ahead. I just know from a story, but go ahead. Okay. All righty. Dear Abby, not quite. You have questions. We have answers. They're not very good answers, but we have them. Dear douchebags, my neighbor likes to sneak his dog into my front lawn that isn't fenced and lets him take a big steamy dump on my well-manicured lawn when I'm at work daily. He denies it, but neighbors ring and ring doorbell tells different. I'm frustrated with this jackhole screwing my beautiful lawn, but I have no way to curb this idiot. Please help. Signed, Nita Cork in South Fork. Another great name. Great name. Yeah, need a cork and south for I, I already have a solution, but let's hear what you know. What when we get we down, have to say. Uh, go ahead with your solution here, real quick, and then we'll go into uh, the douchebag uh, letter solutions. 
No, let's go in douchebag letter solutions because I think I'm going to blow out them away. Okay, sounds good. Dear Cork, here are a few suggestions from us douchebags. Make a sandbox for all the local cats right below his bedroom window. If there aren't any cats on the block, then go ahead and adopt one. It'll be good. Be sure to feed the cat extra greasy gravy and foods that will make him explode with horrible runs in said sandbox. Do this at night, then promptly let the cat back in afterwards. Sounds good. And, yeah. and if he catches on to this, the smell, he still has to go out there and clean it up. Right? So it's a yeah. win-win It's a win-win for you. Yeah, you're picking up his dog shit, but then again, he's picking up your cat shit. You're even up. Next one. Save up all the dog stink bricks for a few months. Rent a wood chipper. Turn on the machine. Aim at asshole neighbor's house and let the shit run wild in the summer breeze. Chopped up shit spray all over, all over one's lawn and house really gets the point across. Can you imagine in a wood chipper? Never mind. You just blew me. You just blew mine away. Never scratch mine. You I like that blew one. Mine away. I like that one. Five gallon bucket full of. I, I, I think that may be it. <laughs> yeah, all over that yard. I like that one a lot. Over a six foot privacy fence. Oh yeah, all over the side of the house and the lawn. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Ugh. Hell, hit the front yard. He hit everything. Hit his hit his yeah. car. So he's got to wash his car too. But before he gets in his car, he's got to open his car up. He's got to open the handle, which means he's got to touch liquefied, sprayed dog shit. And hopefully, it's a brand new Mercedes. Oh, even better. And yes. uh, yeah, and it takes off the paint because of the acid in the shit. <laughs> or the next suggestion. Or how about a silent to humans but loud. To dog, dog's whistle every morning at 3 a.m. The agitated barking animal will certainly cause chaos in the homestead early in the morning hours. Then, if other people on the block complain, then use an old Photoshop trick with the asshole next door and the dog whistle imposed in his yapper. This could be passed around the block promptly so they get the torches and burn them out quickly. You know, a dog fucking going nuts at 4 a.m., not good. This is people. Yeah, well, me, yeah, me and my son. He, yeah, we have two dogs, twenty-two of us. Yeah, that would not go over good at our house. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'd you kill could, somebody. So that's a pretty good suggestion too. Or, last but not least, finally offer to watch his dog when he needs a sitter for no charge. Tell him it's to make up for the accusing him of his darling pet of such horrible deeds. Quickly train the dog to hump his face when he is sleeping. This will destroy his slumber and would just be gross. Then he tries to rehome the dog, offer to take the guy, and then promptly retrain him not to hump your face when you're sleeping and train him to take big nasty piles in said neighbor's yard every day. Then bam, roll is reversed and you get to enjoy your lawn once again. Good luck, fuck nose. Uh, I can blow that one out of the water, Mark. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. uh, I got a question. Okay. How the hell are you going to train his dog to hump him when he ain't there? Well, the dog don't even know you. Okay. It's going to have to be several times, I guess, right? So, you say, hey, I'm sorry for accusing you guys of that. I realize that you didn't do it. I realize there are my ways. Yeah. To As a peace offering, I will watch your beautiful sweet darling dog that never shits on my lawn I'll watch him for free while you're gone and then after maybe the fourth time when you build his trust up you can start training him to hump the guy's face while he's sleeping after a couple of face humpings he freaks out and he gets rid of the dog right okay my vote number two then you yeah I still like the wood chipper better too but yeah wood chipper then you retrain the dog to not hump your face, but to take big dumps in his yard every day. Then the role is reversed, and then you just go to him. That's not me or the dog. We're not doing it, just like he did to you. So, anyhow, Rob, you got anything you want to go into? Yeah, I, I came up with a little list of cage, 
KHMOAM1070. It sounds like a radio it's, station. Yeah, it's somewhere here in Missouri. Okay. Um, it's the top five drunkest cities in Missouri. This is going to be interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have my suspicions. At the end, at, I have the my end suspicions. at the end, I have the ten soberest cities too. So. Okay, go ahead. Okay, coming in at number five, Nevada, Missouri. I didn't expect that. <laughs> Honestly, I really didn't either. It seems to me kind of like a farming community. Uh, then again, I guess there's nothing uh, else to do there, right? I have family members that are law enforcement in Nevada. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, isn't there a uh, National Guard unit there? Yeah, there maybe, is. Maybe they do most of the drinking. That, uh, yeah, it could be. I don't know. Oh, no, no, that chick I used to date that was in Camden, she was in the National Guard in Nevada for a while. That's why she moved all around Missouri. Um, that's why I was in Camden for a while. Um, you know. Okay, well, the weekend. Fort Scott... It's like 23 miles away. Yes. Straight down 54. Straight down 54. Yeah, I know Nevada all too well. Yep, along the banks of the beautiful Marmoton River. Yes, it is. Nice catfish down there. Oh, mud cats everywhere. Yeah, mud cats everywhere. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Okay, coming in at number four. Bonterre, Missouri. Been there, and I believe it. There's a prison there, and then there's a bunch of um, um, golf resorts in the hills. The golf resorts yeah. lend themselves to a lot of drinking. Because I was there doing a lot of drinking one night. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it 100%. I've never been in Bonterre, but yeah, I hear. Uh, well, I, I get a lot of the news from that area. Bonterre is southeast of St. Louis. Yes, and it's yes, really it towards the end of the Ozark Mountain uh, um, scenic passes, I guess is what they call them, the Ozark Mountain chain. Um, and, and it's the high hills before you get to the actual mountains. And it's beautiful country, yeah. a lot of woods, a lot of, uh, yes, it is beautiful. lot of lakes, and a lot of golf courses. And the golf courses is where all the drinking's done, I'm certain. So, anyhow, and I was no different when I was there. So, anyhow, go ahead, Rob. Okay, number three, St. Louis. Okay, I can believe that. I can believe that. Home of Anheuser-Busch. Okay, I'll give it that. Okay. All right, very believable. Okay, number two. Valley Park. Valley Park. That's just... I'm thinking it's over Kansas around St. Louis. I'm not positive. I, I think Valley Park Excuse is just north, just north of Kansas City within the Kansas City District. I thought. Or is that... Something? Valley Park? Valley Park. I don't know. I'll look it up later. Um, yeah, I was going to say, if I pull it up now, I'll lose the rest of my story. I, I don't want to bother it. So, yeah, go ahead. I'll find out later. Doesn't matter really. Wow. Wow. Number one is a shocker. Okay. Branson. I was getting ready to say Branson, that's what I thought. I believe it. It is a big tourist area. Branson has a divorce rate of eighteen point two four percent. Mm-hmm. The ninth most bars of Missouri, and the second in liquor stores. Wow! And all that, and they won't allow a strip club. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because all the religious stuff down there. Yeah, but meanwhile, everybody drinks like a fish and they get divorces. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, real quick. Okay. The uh, top five and least alcoholic. Okay. Number five, Fort Leonard Wood. Really? That is a, uh, that's Army. Oh, I bet you they don't let them drink. They keep a tight rein on them. No, I just think they don't know a lot of people down there. <laughs> okay, probably so. I do. Those Army brats can drink like a fish now, so yeah. No, I'm talking about the locals that grew up around there. Oh, are they pretty bad? Oh, anyway, uh, number four, Glendale. Okay. Number three, Shrewsbury. Uh, okay. <laughs> number two, Oakville. Okay. And number one, Town and Country. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, uh, the no drinking ones, I haven't really heard any of them, so that would make sense. Right? Well, they are, well, yeah, they're like small towns. And uh, suburbs, suburbs. Suburbs, that's it. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about if we take our second break, then we come back, and I got a couple of AI stories. Sounds good. Okay, cool. I hope. Scared. The apocalypse just okay, happened. we'll be right back. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. During an apocalypse, don't forget the nuts. Hickory nuts, that is. Yeah, we know, hickory wood gets all the glory and all the love. Everyone loves the hickory trees. They cut them down and they make great sandwiches out of barbecue and meats. They smoke them and it's a fantastic deal. But little does anyone know about the hickory nuts. During an apocalypse, hickory nuts could be the best thing you can find. Hickory nuts can be eaten raw, toasted, or added to various recipes. Their rich, buttery flavor and crunchy texture make them an ideal ingredient for both sweet and savory dishes. You can use hickory nuts to make nut butter, pesto, or even a unique hickory nut milk. There are five types of hickory nuts. Bitter nut hickory, shag bark hickory, pig nut hickory, mocker nut hickory, and smooth bark hickory. Hickory trees are considered part of the walnut species and are plentiful, at least around Missouri and surrounding areas. So, during an apocalypse, don't forget to grab your nuts. You need protection from fucktards? You have people coming and fucking with you constantly? You need answers? You need solutions? Smack, Smack in the, the nuts. nuts! That's right! Smack in the nuts is what you need! Smack in the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat! Smack, Smack in, in the, the nuts. nuts! Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fucksack come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts. Motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, Smackin' the Nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smackin' the Nuts. Don't leave home without it. Remember to bleach your Bluetooth after every show. Douchebags and microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. Um, real quick before I get to the AI stories, did you know that Machine Gun Kelly offered Travis Kelsey $500,000 to leave Kansas City and sign with the Browns? 
No, I did not hear that. Yep. It did not work. <laughs> and it won't work. Uh, we're, okay, I bet it didn't. Nope. Um, uh, let's see. Anyhow, um, all right. Uh, I've got a couple of AI stories here that I want to get to. Okay. Sports Illustrated got in a lot of trouble. Sports Illustrated is the latest media company to see its reputation damaged by being less than forthcoming. It's not outright dishonest, but who or what is writing its stories at the dawn of the artificial intelligence age? The once powerful publication said it was firing a company that produced articles for its website written under the byline of authors that apparently don't exist. But it denied a published report that stories themselves were written by an artificial intelligence tool. So people think it was just written by artificial intelligence and they came up with fake names for the stories. Now they're saying something slightly different. They say they hired a company, right, to, uh, to, uh, um, to produce these. And they're the ones that had some sort of an AI tool, right? So, earlier this year, experiments with AI went awry at both at the Gannett newspaper chain and the CNET technology website. Many companies are testing the new technology at a time when human workers fear it could cost jobs. But the process is is fraudulent in journalism, which builds and markets its values based on products and notions of truth and transparency. While there's nothing wrong in media companies experimenting with artificial intelligence, the mistake is in trying to hide it and uh, and doing it poorly," said Tom Rosinelli Rosenthal. Rosenthal, no. Sorry, the printer ink is starting to go out. I need to get another um, ink cartridge. But anyhow, Tom Rosenthal, a uh, University yeah. of Maryland professor who teaches journalism ethics. If you want to be in the truth-telling business, which journalists claim they do, you shouldn't tell lies, Rosenthal said. And AI is a secret form of lying. Especially when you say that you hired someone to come up with stories, and they're the ones that hired the AI or used the AI. So, this goes along with what we've been saying all along, Rob. We did it last podcast and the podcast before. The slip... The slippery slope is here, where you can see someone on camera doing something, and they can honestly rebuttal, and you have to adhere to it because you honestly don't know. You can see someone, yeah. you can see someone breaking into a building, grabbing a bunch of money, slicing someone's throat, and then they come out and they go, "That's not me. Someone generated that on HI and uh, or on AI, and you prove it wasn't me." Then it's up to the courts. To prove it wasn't him, and a guilty man could walk away scot free because of the slippery slope we're on. Yeah, because there's not, there would be no way of proving it at that point. So, unless unless you have thirty people that was with you at that time period. Yes, absolutely. To prove, yeah. So here is my second case and point right here. Washington Associated Press. Among images of the bond-out homes and ravaged streets of Gaza, some stood out for the utter horror bloodied abandoned infants. Viewed, viewed millions of times online since the war began, these images are deep fakes created using artificial intelligence. If you look closely, you can see the clues. Fingers that curl oddly or eyes that shimmer in an unnatural light. All telltale signs of digital deception. The outrage the images were created to provoke, however, is all too real. So, someone generated these images of all these dead infants in Gaza saying that, um, I think probably, I'm not for sure how the article was written, but I would suspect they're saying that the Israelis done it, but there are actually deep fakes, and they didn't. I mean, at least not on that count, they didn't. So these kids weren't really dead, but... No, they weren't like dead infants strung everywhere. And the AI generated was to generate outrage, because most people don't know the difference between AI. Through, the new, through one of the new wars. 
Yes. And let me go somewhere else with that. Okay. I'm Pe- scared, dude. People could tell on that one, but every day they're getting better at deep fakes. Every day they're getting that much I better. I know. Well, I, that's why I'm glad we don't go into politics on this show. Because I read a lot of stories about those pictures. Yes. But I gave up reading about them, you know. Okay. We don't go into politics. I did not hear that they were found to be AI generated. We're we're not going into any sides or nothing like that. No, we're not. not, I'm just saying, I, I just know about these pictures and how I know about them. Now let's move on. We are illustrating... What we believe is a slippery, a slippery slope that we are all headed down with deep fakes and AI. This is only part. I'm, this is I'm a tip of the iceberg. This is a tip opinion. of an iceberg. This is a tip of the iceberg. You wait. It's coming. And one day there will be that judge that grants them clemency to be themselves. When they become self-aware, they can go to a court and go, I don't care who created me. I'm me, and I am self-aware, and I need to be left alone and free to do what I want. Yes, you can unplug them, but how about if they could come up with their own power source? They're much more intelligent. So, something to think about, people. Something to think about. John's on his way. John's on his way. John Connor. Yes, he is. (laughs) Only certain people will get that. John Connor, you got to hurry up. It's coming. Um, and really we quick. We need you, brother. We, we need, need you, it. John Connor. We need you. All right. Um, I um, have um, a report on the world's smallest sovereign nation. It contains one permanent resident. You want to hear really? about it? Yeah. It's called Sealand. World's smallest state has one permanent resident and its own royal family. Okay. One. It's um, okay. Name that country is the article. It's planted opposite Europe, sitting proudly on the other side of the North Sea. It's a monarchy that features its own currency, postage stamps, constitution, national anthem, love of tea, and a pair of handsome princes. Um, born two years apart, we speak of Sealand, a crumb of real estate off the English coast that declared its independence in 1967. Sealand has a full-time population of one. It has a landmass the size of roughly two tennis courts. Its leading export might be the national mythology, a uh, history of piracy, coups, Countergroups, rogues, and offshore internet schemes. It may make tiny Lipsicussin look like China by comparison, but by rights, Sealand is a sovereign nation. Join us as we compile some notes from a truly small island, but I'm not going to go into those notes because actually they are rather boring. All you need to know is Sealand is, it's S-E-A-L-A-N-D, Sealand. And it's a sovereign nation, like I said, with its own constitution, a set of princes, um, everything. And uh, so... But it has all this going on, but only population of one. Of one. One permanent resident, and it's the size of two tennis courts. Oh, okay, okay. So it's basically like a dock on the outside, uh, on the yeah. uh, on the shore of uh, England. So, um, why it was in its best interest to become its own sovereign nation, I have no idea. Why would they do that? And how did they get away with it? Why didn't England just go, no, you're not going to do it, and just shut up and go back to your little nodge over there? Doesn't it make you wonder why they just let it happen? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyhow, um, that would be a good thing to close this program out on. What do you think, Rob? You got anything you want to add? Nah, that sounds pretty good, my friend. Alrighty. All I got to say is wait for some of these new promos, and there are new Island of Horrible Jokes, 
and strange insults from an alien that are going to be produced here in the next couple of days. So stay tuned for the new Rob bit coming up. We have something for you that's Rob related. We think you're going to love. I bet we sell a shit ton I know of I love it. I've already heard it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Rob really loves it. He had no idea that we were doing it and we were going to sell no, it. No, I did not. No, I did not. This was a shock to me and, last night. Yeah, and don't ask how I got the picture of you to uh, replicate. You know? I don't care. Okay, well, I, I, I had I'm to... Just, I'm just be happy. I had I'm to just get, happy to be part of it. I had to get very underhanded to get these pictures of you for the model of it that we're using. Awesome. So, so I, you know, I'm sorry I had to do it underhanded, but I think when you see it, you're going to love the pictures. You went through my son, didn't you? I, I cannot, uh, <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that rumor. <laughs> Anyhow, everybody, thank you for joining us again. Keep the emails coming. We really enjoy them, especially whoever you are from Montrose, Missouri. <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, keep it coming, Montrose. Yeah, look, but no, thank you, everybody, everybody, thank you. Okay, I guess we'll get to the Ass Padlins, our next podcast, which will be Saturday night. So, anyhow, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Have a great night, everybody. They go. We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.